Monday. Yeah. Recording on a Monday. It's coming out on a Wednesday. Don't give away the trade secrets. Yeah, that's the trade secret is do it (laughs) if uh, the earliest possible, two days ahead of time, more likely, less than 24 hours before before it's due. My cat almost ate it off of this platform. Blue, that is, that's a precarious perch. You know what? He's got himself into this and he's my son. He's got to get himself out. Boy, it's going to make a noise. If he falls, we're all in trouble. You're going to hear it. It's going to sound like a bag of wet potatoes Mm -hmm. falling on the sidewalk. Wait. Welcome. That's what my son was. Blue. If a cat falls, I don't know. He's what? Like he's 14 pounds? I was going to think he's taking all those vases with him. Mm, No, I don't A bunch of crandles will fall. Probably that picture. I would be surprised if he took anything down with him. Unless he falls well, look into at that. His, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. That's he's what I'm thinking. He's got a wide stance going. Yeah, he's he's a real whitey. He's losing his mind, but um, Aren't so am I. All? So that's fair. Hi everyone. Welcome to that's the spirit. Welcome podcast. The podcast that our coworkers asked us. Hey, are you guys still doing that? Hey, do you this guys still very do that thing? Week. Yeah, and you know what? We do somehow. By the grace of God, we do. By the grace of <laughs> by the grace of God, we do. We're creeping up on yeah. two years. And I'm going to thank the two people that, that we're doing this for. And that's each other. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then whoever is listening I think to this. My mom has listened before. Yeah. I think my mom started and then she was like, I, what's going on? And then stopped. That's fair. But she supports that I do it. That's, she just that's what understand. really counts. Thanks for... Tuning in, guys. Thanks for tuning and in. And Honestly, in if even just there's a single listener, we're doing the right thing. We're doing the people's work. You know, the the tradition of radio plays is a yes. long, the important, one. highly high, high, high sophistication art. art of oral tradition. Oh, uh, really quick, right off the bat, I think you need to tell people about Silver Dollar. Oh, yeah, sure. Sure. So my friend Tally, hi Tals, if you're out there. Hi. Oh, congratulations also, Cocoon Central Dance Team, on your 10 year anniversary show oh, yeah, this past weekend at the Bell House. Y'all's dance like everyone's watching, because they are. Because they are. Anyway, Tally and I used to play this fun game where we just did two fingers and slapped each other on the palms and said, You tell me when that feels like a silver dollar. And it could last forever. But when you know, you know. When you know, you know. And you know what's crazy is that both people know. (laughs) The silver dollar giver and the receiver. Now, if you want a twist on this, you can play it as sand dollar. That's a three-finger game. that's a three-finger game. Saying that's a (laughs) three-finger game is... (laughs) Also, guys, I know you can't see the motion that we're making. So saying you you put two... you, You do two fingers and three fingers... It could mean anything. We'll do an instructional video. Yeah, we'll show you. You're going to It'll love be it. fine. It's a good game to play uh, to freak people out when you're out at the bar like Rob and I were this past weekend, just slapping each other's palms with two fingers. Yeah. And just was like waiting Eyes until closed. both people were like, yep, yeah, we got yeah, it. yeah. We finally got it. <laughs> finally good. did it. Got We've it. matched the sensation. Um, yeah. Strangely, though, as soon as you teach somebody, they're obsessed with it, and it's a great mm-hmm. game. It also, reminds me. Oh, yeah. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. you go ahead. I was just going to say that I rekindled my love of air hockey this past weekend as well. Mm, I saw a 
fire in your eyes. Let me tell you, that flannel came off. It got tied around my waist, mm-hmm. and I was undefeated the whole night. <laughs> Let me tell you that. Okay. All right. Yeah, air hockey is. Uh, well, it's it's a, it's a classic basement game. It's a classic basement game, and let me tell you, it's a it's a poor man's game, and I'll explain. Now, why do you say that? One game lasted like oh, minimum ten minutes. Oh, oh, you mean because you only have to put quarters in every like ten it's minutes? It's a single dollar for two players, mm-hmm. and it's first to seven. Yeah. It's a good game. That's a good um, game. Also, blue, I swear to fuck As opposed got. to... Wait, let me scare him with these jelly beans. One oh. second. Listener, I can't even explain hey, blue. what that means. Wow. That was so effective. Like, he's, he's scared, scared of things in jars. Yeah, he's scared beans. of things in jars. Here, play with this piece of paper. There we it go. It worked. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, did anything spooky happen to you this... <laughs> I was going to say year this week? This year. Um, let me see, let me see. Well, we, uh, not spooky, mm-hmm. but life-changing, and in a lot of ways spiritual, is that Robin and I went to our first live wrestling event this past week. Ooh, yeah, we did. Listeners, let me just tell oh, you. Oh, my God. Not a second had, had passed when, after my little patoot hit that seat, <laughs> that it, I was back up, back up standing, Ooh. screaming at the top. You might even hear, my voice is sore. I was screaming Thursday night, mm-hmm. and my voice is still my voice is still hoarse. And she was saying some 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 stuff. She was saying some real uh, some real trash talk, like high quality, yeah. lowbrow trash talk. As I wrote in a company wide email, I was born to yell to call people cowards. Yeah, and you did say that to the whole company. I was born to call people cowards, and I I think it's right. If I was you've also ever had yelling, the chance to go see wrestling. Absolutely oh, do it. Absolutely. It's the most fun I've ever had in my life. Yeah, you gotta go. You gotta go. Um, Shout out to Outlaw Wrestling. Outlaw Wrestling. Uh, their next event's it. gonna be in June at some time. Mm-hmm. You just go to their website, figure it out, but do whatever you need to do to go because yeah. it's the best thing in the world. Go they to saw hot dogs. Your local regional wrestling is. PBR and hot dogs. It, no it's all what. they have. They have an amazing special, two PBRs, two hot dogs, $15. You can't beat two it. Two birds, two dogs, $15. You can't beat it. Also, a make a sign that says Juicy Hot Dogs, and everyone will start chanting Juicy Hot Dogs, because it happened. It did That's happen. what we did, and it worked. Um, we also had our boss held up a sign with just the Illuminati pyramid on it yeah. with the eye. Well, because I asked him, Adam, do you want me to theories. make you a pyramid conspiracy in the yeah. side. he said yes yeah i really do um and later in the night he turned to me and said thank you for making this happen and i didn't mm-hmm. know what he meant but i think he meant the sign i hope he meant the sign i didn't make wrestling happen it's gotta be the sign no yeah either the sign or a chant maybe or something i don't know maybe just me screaming yeah maybe he just enjoyed that mm-hmm. we'll never know yeah um, we'll never know yeah, I would say that was probably a high point of this week. It was pretty special. Haunting in a way where it's like, it'll never leave me, and mm-hmm. I feel different because of it. Yeah. It was, changed forever. Did, it was similar to when we went to um, the Lantern Walk yes. at the cemetery. Yeah. And we immediately... Something is awoken like, inside of me. We're like, oh, that I, didn't know I, I was missing. recognize instantly that I love this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and that's a great feeling. Imagine this. Middle of Sleepy House Cemetery. Yeah. Midnight. Outlaw Rosling. Outlaw, outlaw Rosling. One, you to take one a man lanthorn. dressed like a skeleton. You to take a the lanthorn. The other man dressed like the Grim Reaper. Oh, my God, dude. 
Dude, I mean, okay, so listeners, of course, we decided that we're going to become professional wrestlers. Obviously, I'm going to be some kind of a Stevie Nicks. And Got then him. when it's tag team time, yep. I conjure my ghost, which is Robin. And then I, to be clear, I'm not going to do any of the physical wrestling. I'm gonna, I am going to come out and use intimidation tactics yeah. of scaring, though, yeah. like the girl from the ring. I'm going to stand and, like, menace. Yeah, that's really good. But I think that is something that you can get away with in wrestling. A hundred percent. What was his name? Orange. Orange Cassidy. Orange Shout Cassidy. out Orange Cassidy. Shout out. Just his thing was standing. Casually. With his hands in his pocket. Wearing sunglasses at night. No shirt, I he's think. A, he's a true artist. And that was his whole spiel. I think he's the best. He was really good. Also, shout out to Maria Manic, who's my wife now. Mm-hmm. I love her. Shout out to all wrestlers around the globe. You're really doing what you love, and I respect you for it. And I think you should all get paid more because it's the highest form of entertainment in the world. All right. That's how I feel. Um, you should be paid the same amount as an NBA player. There, I said it. Wow. I said it. Okay, well, when you're president. Wait, I actually do believe that. I mean, I'm not arguing with you. I just said it before I knew, but I, I do believe I want it. to tell you that I don't know if the people at the wrestling show we saw are even getting paid. Yeah, probably not. I don't believe so. It seemed like a very DIY thing. I think they're getting paid. It, definitely they're getting paid, but um, definitely not enough for the yeah. level of entertainment. Yeah, that's true. Did that's you know fair. that even professional wrestlers like for the WWE do not get health insurance a lot of the time? That's fucked up. You'd think, like, they would, but you'd be wrong. Wait, but they're getting, like, slammed on the ground all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well. I don't understand. Well, I don't know, but we can get into it another time. Yeah, yeah. We'll come back to this. Anyway, (laughs) um, so I'm trying to think. Uh, I believe. Last time I went last. Wait, did I? God, oh no! I did amusement parks. Yeah, no, you did last, go last time. I went first. Wait, really? Wait. No, last time you did the theater ghosts. Yeah, yeah, and you went last. Oh no! Yeah, my memory's going. Hey, because I'm riding the dragon. I've been riding the dragon. Taking a lot of Nyquil. Yeah, so listeners, I'd accidentally double dosed myself on Nyquil this past week. Um, and dyed her hair. Yeah, I dyed my hair. It turned out fine, though. Um, I mean, I think. I can't yeah, see the back no, of it. Great. But uh, Yeah, I guess riding the dragon is, is taking NyQuil now. We're taking a double dose of NyQuil. It is to me now yeah. because I said it. Because um, I said it out loud and now it's true. I can't really... I can't say I support it, but I understand. What I'm doing is wrong and no one should do what I'm doing. I just feel like... To be clear, it was an accident. No, yeah, 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 of course. I just mean, I know that there are tons of people who take NyQuil every night to fall asleep and yeah. Z-Quil, but, mm-hmm. yeah. you know. It's not great, and I don't support it, but um, I get it. I'm one of you. Mm-hmm. And um, I wish that there was some kind of, like, cold medicine anonymous group. There is. There's, There's gotta got to be. got to be. It's just AA. Um, okay. Why don't you tell me a tale about a ghost? Okay. I would love that. Well, I'm nervous about this one. I know you are, but you're going to do great. I'm Just nervous believe about in it. yourself. I even phonetically spelled it out pronunciations. the way that... I'm not only nervous about that, but I'm nervous because it's like... 
that's steeped in culture. It everything we do. The the longer we do the podcast, the more I'm sure that I'm horribly offending everyone. It's, if we are, just please email us and tell us to fuck off, and we'll figure out yeah. what we've done wrong. Or tell me, yeah, like I I'll just you know what? There's no point. I'm trying my best, everyone. And here I go. There she goes. I'm doing what is pronounced according to so many people on the internet mm-hmm. as Quetzalcoatl. Okay. And I thought it was Quetzalcoatl. And there's a good chance I'll just keep saying that. You but can say whatever you want. Technically, it is pronounced Quetzalcoatl. Because I won't know the difference. But if it is technically pronounced that way... What's interesting, too, is that, like, I don't even know if anybody really knows, because that's just the Spanish translation of the Aztec language, which is, I think, Nahuatl. Oh, Which okay. is, like, they're, they're, like, a lot of these sounds don't exist in Spanish, so they were like, I guess Q-U, and then we'll do a Z. What? Yeah. I don't know. So it's just like an approximation of whatever the actual word was. All right. Anyway, it's a fucking feathered serpent god. My god. You know what we haven't done a lot of? What? Gods. Yeah, actually, you are right. We haven't done a lot of, like, the big, like, main guys in religions. We've done a lot of, like, side monsters. Yeah, side monsters, demons. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Satan's concubine. Sure. Lilith, shout out. (laughs) Um... But yeah, this is a this is a Mesoamerican god, and probably the best known one. And he he's a lizard. Oh, well, I'll tell you, okay. a feathered serpent. Okay. So it's a deity in Mesoamerican culture and literature whose name comes from the like I said, Nahuatl. I don't know everyone. I think that's right. Language and means feathered serpent or Quetzal feathered serpent. And Quetzal means, let me just find this page, because there's 800 pages. Oh, my God. <laughs> there's, like, yeah, there's 800 billion pages. Um, I know that Quetzal means serpent. Quetzal, I think, probably means, like, bird or something. Well, there's no knowing. Great. There's no way to know. There's really no way to know. It's in here somewhere. I'll come upon it. Um, yeah, the worship of a feathered serpent is first documented in um, Teotihuacan in the 1st century B.C. or 1st century A.D. So this is very old. Very, very old. Yeah. Okay. This is pre-everything. Okay. Um, a lot. I mean, it's pre way, It's pre-a lot. Wicked old. Yeah. The period lies within the late pre-classic to early classic period. Uh, ooh. Yeah, no, that's right. Um, of Mesoamerican chronology and veneration of the figure appears to have spread through Mesoamerica by the late classic period, so all the way to 980. Okay, wow. So it's pretty sick, is what I'm saying. Quetzalcoatl was related to gods of the wind, the planet Venus, the dawn of merchants and of arts, crafts, and knowledge. Wow! So many really good things. What a renaissance, man. Also the patron god of the Aztec priesthood, of learning and knowledge. Um, Quetzalcoatl was one of several important gods in the Aztec pantheon, along with the gods, here we go. Here she goes. Tlaloc. Okay. Tezcatlipoca. Huitzilopochtli. Nope, that one gotta be wrong. <laughs> but look at it. Come on. 
There's no yeah. way. No, you did pretty good. There's no way. You did pretty good, I think. Uh, two other gods represented by the planet Venus are uh, this god's allies, um, god of rain, and then um, Quetzalcoatl's twin and Psychopomp, whose name Zolotl. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Wait. Is it, does that, <laughs> okay. What's up? Can I see the spelling of that one? Uh-oh, does Sarah? No, I think there's, that brand of chip is named after. <laughs> oh, Lord, I think you may be right. Maybe is it I'm some wrong. kind of tortilla? <laughs> Christ. What do they do to these poor know. gods named chips after them? Maybe I'm just an idiot and I, they're with words that look the same. I think you might be right. <laughs> Can you like, imagine name? at one point, like, five people were slaughtered and sacrificed yeah, for you, and, and then, like, like now it's, like, let's just have, like, a blue corn chip, a chip and name it after this incredible old god. Yeah. God, there's nothing worse. Yeah. How far they've fallen. Mm-hmm. Um, the Temple of the Feathered Serpent is the third largest pyramid at um, Teotihuacan. I don't know if I'm pronouncing this right. A pre-Columbian site in central Mexico. Uh, the term is also used for the whole civilization and cultural complex associated with the site. So oh, okay. Teotihuacan is also just like a catch-all term for this area. Got it. This structure is notable partly due to the, to the discovery in the 1980s of more than a hundred possibly sacrificial victims oh, found buried beneath the structure. Wow, okay. And for sure they did sacrifice for, to these gods, these Aztec Damn. gods. Um, also, I saw online there's some like, is it a Mayan or Aztec god? Aztec, okay. that's what I found. Okay. Correct me if I'm wrong, everyone. Um, the burials, also, I don't really know the difference, so that's also a thing I should admit. Should find out. Yeah, I'm sorry. The burials, like the structure, are dated to between 150 and 200 CE. That's old as hell. Guess what? I don't even know what that means. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. That is AD. CE means the same as AD. Really? Yeah, because it's common era. They changed it to be secular. Fucking right on. Okay. All right, cool. Yeah. I like that better. I was going to say, like, uh, never mind. I'm not going to say. I'll say what I was going to say. <laughs> Were you going to say podcast. caveman era? Yeah. <laughs> How did you know? I could feel it coming I was going to say caveman era, and then I was also going to say crustacean era. <laughs> Because I was like, what could it possibly be? Uh, when, dinosaurs, when dinosaurs, shells. only Shells, shells, crustaceans. That yeah. was the precious and clean crustacean anyway, era. fucking dumbass. Still. The pyramid takes its name um, from representations of the Mesoamerican feathered serpent. Obviously, Quetzalcoatl, the one dude I'm talking about. <laughs> Quetzal does sound weird to me, but I'm going to keep saying it. Uh, which covers its sides. It's all over the sides okay. of this temple. Uh, some of this is this some of the earliest known artistic representations of the feathered serpent. Okay, great. There's tons of artistic renderings of this dude. It's really, really good. I mean, it um, sounds photogenic. Oh yeah. Animals thought to represent Quetzalcoatl include resplendent quatls. <gasps> quatls. What? Yep. What's a quatl? Look it up. Go on your phone. Do it up now, and I'll also tell you. How do you spell it? Uh, Q-U-E-T-Z-A-L-S. Oh, they're beautiful. Yeah. It's like if... 
a beautiful Tell them. It's like bird. A, it's like a wonderful bird. It's a, it's a, it's a strikingly colored bird in the Drogon yeah. family found in forests. So imagine that plus a rattlesnake, and then that's the I Quetzal love imagining that. Yeah. Great. And then Quetzal, I was right, means serpent. Serpent. Yeah. Serpent. Serpent. In uh, the Aztec language. Crows, macaws as well, represent Ooh, this okay. deity, which I love. I love a bird. In his form as a hecatl, he is the wind, and is represented by spider monkeys, ducks, and the wind itself, obviously. Sure. So anytime you feel wind and you see like notes. a duck, Ooh, he's boy, about. You're for it. Yeah. He's about. In his form is the morning star, Venus. He's also depicted, also, shout out Lucifer, morning star. Yeah, I was going to say. He's also depicted as a harpy eagle. (gasps) Nice. Wow. Yeah, really nice. Yeah, in some legends, the astrologer deity, oh my fucking God. (laughs) You going to try it? Okay, hang on. Okay. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, here she goes, everyone. Take a deep breath. Tecutli. That was to good. call Pantecluti. Okay. All right. Still alive. That's it. That was good. It's not. It's gotta be. You like, did your best. What if it's just one syllable? Ciclali? It could be for all I know. Ciclali? Represented by Venus, bears a close relationship with Quetzalcoatl. Feathered serpent deity in Mesoamerica. Let's get into it now. Let's just Let's get, get into right it. right into it. Worshipped by many different ethno-political groups in Mesoamerican history. The existence of such worship can be seen through studies of the iconography in different Mesoamerican cultures. Like I said, we got representations all over the place. Yeah. In which serpent motifs are frequent on the basis of the different symbolic systems used in portrayals of the feathered serpent deity in different cultures and periods scholars have interpreted the religious and symbolic meaning of the feathered serpent deity in mesoamerican cultures so it's open to interp but essentially the same thing okay place to place um in the icon in the iconography of the classic period maya serpent imagery is also prevalent a snake is often seen as the embodiment of the sky itself. Oh, interesting. So not just wind. And a vision serpent is a sh- shamanic helper representing Maya kings with visions of the underworld. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Uh, I should also mention that the earliest depictions of the feathered serpent deity were fully zoomorphic. So depicting the serpent as an actual snake... But already among the classic Maya, the deity began acquiring human features. Oh. So at first it was just like, it's just simply a snake but then with slowly feathers. slowly they were like, maybe it has a man nose. Well, slowly it became almost like uh, Egyptian god depictions. Oh, okay. okay. Where it's like a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah, like uh, like the mish-mash. cats and cats. Mish-mash. Yes. Mm-hmm, like the like cats the and cats. Like the cats and cats. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like the cats. Yeah, you know. Like the Like cats. the Cats. You know. Represented as the plumed serpent, Quetzalcoatl, ooh, that's a completely new thing I said, (laughs) was also manifest in the wind, like I said, most powerful forces in nature. This relationship was captured in a text in the uh, Nahuatl language. Mm -hmm. uh, Quote, he is the wind, the guide, and road sweeper of the rain gods, (gasps) of the masters of the water, of those who brought rain, and when the wind rose, when the dust rumbled and it cracked and there was a great din, became it 
became dark. What? And the wind blew in many directions and it thundered. Then it was said, Quetzalcoatl is wrathful. That's fucking sick. Fucking dope, that dude. Owns. It does own. Can you imagine a feathered rattlesnake slithering in on the wind? Making a great old storm? Bringing the rain with Bringing it? Bringing the rain. Just like... And rattling. people being like, uh-oh, he's here. Yeah, the rattling wind. Wow. Wonderful. It's so sick. Like I said, linked a rulership priestly office. Uh, also used as like a military emblem and title. That Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, like Quetzalcoatl Fagan. I hope that's not <laughs> what they mean by title. That'd be a whole mouthful. Like instead of Miss, miss yeah, or like, Soldier. Like, yeah, Colonel Fagan. Candidate Fagan. Quetzalcoatl was also associated with the, like I said, the wind god in his form, this other name, Ehecatl, which I can't say, often depicted with his insignia, which is just a beak mask. Oh, oh no. Oh no. Beak mask. (laughs) Yeah, that's like a two for one. I really like that. Yeah. Reminds me of a plague doctor. Yes, exactly right. On the basis of the Teotihuacan um, iconographical depictions of the feathered serpent, Mm -hmm. archaeologist Carl Taub has argued that the feathered serpent was a symbol of fertility and internal political structures contrasting with the war serpent, symbolizing the outwards military expansion of the Teotihuacan Empire. Oh, okay. So that's just one guy's stuff about it. Uh, there's also like cave symbol sim stuff. Wait, <laughs> hang on a second. Hold up, hold up. Okay. So Tlaloc, god of rain, lightning, and thunder, and the feathered serpent, god of vegetational renewal. These are all dudes that were kind of part of the pantheon. He's got a lot of friends. Let me also say, for some reason, this one god gets a lot of attention. Yeah. Pales in comparison in terms of like wrath and slaughter and bloodthirst to a lot of the other Ooh, Aztec gods. Had more intense contemporaries? Yeah. Wow. For I, show, for why show, do you think for this show. one got so much attention? I think that it was like, there's more artwork cool? of it. Yeah. 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 It just looks fucking dope. It's the um, Yeah. Yeah, it's gotta be it. Yeah. It's gotta be it. Ready to hear some, uh, Oh wait, let me just get so in the in Aztec culture. This is a flying reptile, okay? Yeah. Okay? Yeah. And this is a little bit of a spoiler. Okay. Or a oh. a, a foreshadowing. Oh, or, or when I say flying reptile. Dinosaur? Dragon. No, we're covering oh, dragon soon. Shit. Just said well, it right oh, out loud. Man, you gave <laughs> it away. You gave it away. You why did you say that's foreshadowing? Cause I can't just say flying uh, reptile and not be like foreshadowing anywhere doing dragons. Whatever. I said it in like two episodes ago. Yeah. Uh, it's a boundary maker and transgressor between earth and sky. Mm-hmm. Obviously. As many dragons. A dragon is a boundary maker between earth and sky. <laughs> he was a and this is where it gets interesting, a creator deity. Oh, now not all gods are creators yeah. in every culture. Yeah. Uh, so this one's a creator deity having contributed essentially to the creation of mankind. Oh. Thank he you. also had anthrop- anthropomorphic forms. For example, in his aspects as this wind god, mm-hmm. he has kind of like more people form. Mm-hmm. Among the Aztecs, the name Quetzalcoatl 
also was also a priestly title as the most really? as the two most important priests of the Aztec temple Templo Mayor were called um Quetzalcoatl Talamacazquit. No, I'm sorry. In the Aztec ritual calendar, different deities were associated with a cycle of year names. Um, he was tied to the year C E. Oh fuck. Okay, the translation is one read. Correlates to the year 1519. Oh, okay. Yeah, which is fun. I like to have a a fun god year. You know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like this is the year of the. I don't know. I don't know. You're the snake. You're the snake. You're Ooh. you're riding the dragon. You I am truly. Um Yeah, anyway, let me get let me get into some fun facts here. Yeah, let's skip a bunch of shit on this boy. <laughs> just I gotta get imagine it over there with. are just volumes of history. If you this. go on the internet, there's no there's no cutting it down. Yeah. There's no cutting it down. But I will say in the late post-classical period. Mm-hmm. And when would that be? 1200 CE. Okay. <laughs> yeah. As you know, not great with history. There's a traditional uh, myth mm-hmm. that this god is the creator of the cosmos along with either his brother, fucking god, Tetzcatlipoca, or this other guy who I butchered earlier, yeah. Huitz... Wheats. Just wheats. Ilo Pochtli. Okay. And is one of the four sons of... Wow. <laughs> one of the four sons of these two other gods. Okay. The original creator gods. After waiting for 600 years, okay. this aged couple instructed Quetzalcoatl... Quetzalcoatl... That is how you say it. To create the world. In some versions of the myth... Uh, they re- he repeatedly fought with his bro. Oh no! Uh, and as a consequence, guys. the four ages are created and destroyed with each successive battle between the two gods. Shit. Yeah. So big creator boy. You hate to see brothers fight. Yeah. In the myth of mankind's creation, um, Quetzalcoatl descends into Mictlan, the underworld, where he's sent to remove Ooh. some bones. <gasps> yep. Love that. However. Two dudes, Mictlantelkli, no, <laughs> the ruling gods of the underworld, agree to give the bones only if Quetzalcoatl can blow a conch shell horn Ooh. that has no holes in it. Also, you'll see a lot of depictions of him of wearing a conch shell horn. Really? Uh, yeah. So, so like as a necklace. does he have, which part of him is the snake and which part of him, does he have a beak? All of it is, all body? of it is all. All of it is okay. all. We'll look up some pictures. Okay. The clever, the clever, clever god gets uh-huh. around the problem by having worms drill holes in the conch oh, and putting rascal. bees inside it to make sound. Oh my god! He also pretends to leave the underworld without the bones, declaring his intention to leave them where they are. Whilst in actual fact, stealing them, he steals them from He's under their noses. Scoundrel. I love him. Wow! The gods of the underworld are outraged at the, at the deceit. They make a pit to entrap the truckster. He does indeed way. fall into the pit and in mm. so doing scatters the ill-gotten bones. Oh no. So that the male and female parts are mixed up. Fuck. Gathering up the bones, Quetzalcoatl escapes the pit and gives them to the great snake goddess. Okay. Sihuacotl. 
the magically to magically fashion them into people. Oh, by cool. mixing them with corn <gasps> and some of Quetzalcoatl's blood. You're made out of corn. We should have known all along. You didn't have to tell me. I, I did know blood. all along. I'm just made of corn and blood. Corn, blood, and bones. Yeah, that's all I am. At the end of the day, uh-huh. I am corn, 100% I, his. Corn, I'm <laughs> corn, blood, and bones. And to corn, I shall return. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard to hear, but it's true. Hey, you want to know something else? Yeah, I do. Quetzalcoatl was born of Quatliqui. Uh-huh. Who already had 400 children who formed the stars in the Milky Way. Wow! Did you know that? Congratulations on the children. Yeah. Also, there's another story that says that Chimalman was hit in the womb by an arrow shot by Mixcoatl, and nine months later, she gave birth to a child, Quetzalcoatl. Mm, That's what happened with my mom. Yeah, just shot by a fucking, fucking arrow. Also, another story says that all she did was swallow a jewel, an emerald. And then pregnant. Oh, no. Can you imagine? I would hate to think I was getting away with just, like, swallowing up a, a gemerald. And then, I know, right? And you're saddled with a baby. He's also known as the inventor of books. Oh, bearing the <laughs> And the there. calendar. The giver of corn. You Dude, know that's why I really picked this don't one. Don't even. Giver of corn to mankind, which is, which is insane to me because you know the... We, the both of us, have a corn-giving dance. Yeah. And I have a very, yeah. very perfected mm-hmm. corn-giving pose. Yeah, it's really good. And wow. sometimes it's a symbol of death and resurrection. So basically everything yeah, that matters. Really. Books, calendars, corn, corn death, corn is coming back to life. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's it's really good. Wow. Um, okay, some legends describe him as opposing human sacrifice, while others described him practicing it. Okay. So I think that just probably was region to region. Yeah, it you know probably I mean? came down to like if they were into it in the local area and they were like, yeah. no, 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 he. They just like did not want to give it up. Yeah. Also, most Mesoamerican beliefs included cycles of suns. Oh. So often, uh, our current time was considered the fifth sun, the oh, previous four having been destroyed by flood, fire, and the like. Quetzalcoatl went to. Mictlan, obviously the underworld, mm-hmm. to create the fifth world mankind from bones, like I said. Sure. Um, but those are from a previous race. So this is the fifth son of like like humanoid. People? This is the fifth son of mankind of like reality. Oh, yeah. That's that's cool. I like that. Yeah. Also, you know where that blood came from that he mixed with corn? He Please sliced don't. his earlobes, calves, tongue, and peen. No! No! Why'd you do that? sacrifice. Why'd you do that? He sliced it. Just bled all over Why'd everything. Why'd you your ween? I don't know. He didn't have to. No, I don't want to be made out of ween blood. <laughs> I think maybe you got some tongue blood no. instead. No! Hey, hey! The blood is from everywhere, not I just the ween. <laughs> No. It's not just the ween. It's not just the ween. I'm just going to skip right ahead to 10 fun facts. Okay. About Quetzalcoatl. At this point, I'm just throwing pages on my cat, and he's not even waking up. He's just taking it. Fun facts. Guess what? What? He may be based on on a historical person. 
What? How? According to a Toltec legend, their civilization, which dominated central Mexico from around 900 to 1150 AD, -hmm. was founded by a great hero. And Lord knows how to pronounce his name. (laughs) Seactal Topiltzin Quetzalcoatl. Okay. According to uh, these accounts... This dude lived in Tula for a while before a dispute with the warrior class over human sacrifice led to his departure. He headed east, eventually settling in Chichen Itza. Mm -hmm. The god Quetzalcoatl definitely has a link of some sort to this hero. It may be the historical, this dude was deified into this god, or maybe he um, assumed the mantle of an already existing divine entity. But either way, they were kind of associated. That's So how did the physical element get so... Changed. I think that there was, well, we already know that there was a, a, a serpent goddess. So, they so I think they probably just did two boys and one. Got it. Okay. Yeah, but no, I actually, you know, I beg to differ. I think it's real. Well, I would like to think so. I think it's just real. A wind snake is much more exciting. Do you know what else is true? Tell me. He's a real Jamie Lannister. Stephanie, what do you mean? Well. In that he's handsome and dashing? No. Oh. In another legend, Quetzalcoatl was feeling ill. His brother, who wanted to be rid of him, came Mm -hmm. up with a clever plan. Drunkenness was forbidden, so his brother disguised himself as a medicine man and offered him alcohol disguised as a medicinal potion. Uh Uh-oh. Quetzalcoatl drank it, became intoxicated, and slept with his sister. Oh, no! Ashamed. in the worst way. Ashamed, he, he left home, headed east, eventually... Reaching the Gulf Coast and then never, never ever coming home. That's also what I would do. Same. If that happened. Yeah, it's the worst thing in the world. Uh, so the cult of Quetzalcoatl was widespread. Mm-hmm. Widespread. What? Really took off. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this isn't really a fun fact. Just as, just as I mean, we're just saying it's fucking dope. He's everywhere. And also, I should mention Chichen Itza is famous for its temple of. Um, Fuck, I can't pronounce this. It's named it's named for Quetzalcoatl, but I cannot pronounce this. Cool. Oh, fuck, I wish I knew how to say that. Um, he's also many gods in one, like I said. Wind god, Ehecatl, sick, beak mask. Um, I'm getting to the funnest, the funnest news. Fun, 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 fun. Where is it? Something about the Mormons coming up. Oh, he also had an association with the conquistadors. Cool. It's made up. Oh, that holds okay. no water. I just want to say that out loud. I did a lot of research in on that. That ain't true. Mm-hmm. Cortez, specifically. Okay. Um, yeah, it's just, no, it's not true. The Mormons believe he was Jesus. Why? <laughs> Why? Not all of them. Okay. I guess like a select group of people in the Church of Latter-day Saints, just like... Because of Quetzalcoatl's association with the East, mm-hmm. which in turn was represented by the color white to the Aztecs, was white-skinned, I guess he fucking just stands out to them as could probably be Jesus. So because, okay, there's a lot of white going on, so they are like, white, Jesus. Jesus is white for us. Yeah. Mormons. Okay. I think that's probably it. As you can see, I printed out 11 pages. It's a lot of pages there. I got to maybe about two paragraphs. 
Like, yeah, I can't even, like, start. Yeah. There's because a lot of meat on that bone. Just going into what this God is capable of, how people felt about him, all the legends, all the stories. I mean, I would have to... All of us in the West have, like, because of where probably our school systems, we have, like, a basal level of, like, Greek mythology. Yeah. we A lot of us just don't have that. For, like, Mesoamerican oh, gods, totally. which is kind of a sh- fucking shame because um, they're really super cool. They're some of the most fun ones. Yeah, and if I had a better understanding and if everybody did, mm-hmm. then I could just, like, riff on this dude, no problem. But I lack the context. Well, feel free to revisit this if you ever want to, like, be like... Do better. I found some more stuff about this guy, some more fun facts. I may just do more on the Aztecs. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. I mean... But I mainly just wanted you to, like, think about a rattlesnake serpent. I'm, I'll am i tell you that I'm definitely thinking about it. With feathers in the sky. I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about him wearing went a little into the shell underworld, necklace. Like, was like, don't worry, I'm not taking any bones. That would be crazy. I'm doing a little bone switcheroo. Yeah. That beak mask. Yeah. Um, yeah. I love it. I love a Creator serpent of man. bringing in the reins. Creator of man, giver of corn. Wow, so yeah. much corn, the corn of it all. Yeah. Also, like, I, I feel like in a lot of modern Western depictions, mm-hmm. and when I say West, I mean America, because mm-hmm. um, fucking, like, all this is still the West. Um, True. It, this god is depicted as being, like, bloodthirsty. Not so. Yeah, it actually doesn't sound no. like it. No, one of the least ones. Huh. Yeah. Well, I love it. If and anything, I'm excited to I mean, come on. This guy. Not even kind of bloodthirsty, just giving of corn. Just, just corn giving, giving of corn, giving of dick blood. If Wait. anything, that ship's company should be named after Quetzalcoatl. True. Wait, I want to. Quetzalcoatl. Yeah, let me. That's see. how it's said. Uh, I keep saying photo. I keep on Let's accidentally see. saying Quetzalcoatl. I thought that's. How you were saying it. I thought you did that on purpose. Quetzalcoatl. Yeah. I don't want to put a W in there, though. Quetzalcoatl. Wow. Every image is wildly different. Yeah, there's a hundred million <laughs> ways you could imagine it. Oof. It's like a the weirdest part of deviant art. Okay. There are some really beautiful ones, though. Yeah. Oh, I'm I find sure. it a soothing image. Yeah, I like the idea of it's a like snake a- having feathers. A, a rainbow dragon without wings. Yeah. Yeah, that is actually pretty much it. It looks kind yeah. of like if you stretched a beautiful parrot out and made it into a snake. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's beautiful. It's a long bird. I really like it. <laughs> I like it's it. It's a long bird. It's a long bird. I really like this boy. <laughs> and he's my, he's like a step in the right direction for drags. Which yeah, you're, you're creeping towards some drags. Dons. And some <laughs> <laughs> You're creeping towards drags. You got yeah. your corn. I got my corn. You got everything you love. Yeah, I got like you gotta love corn. You gotta love corn. Yeah. This podcast sponsored by corn. Corn. Yeah, gotta be. Ooh, wow. All right. What sorry. A time. Yeah. No. Why are you sorry? Because <laughs> I I didn't thorough. do it like it, it, even kind of enough justice. I feel like we've both done ones where we're like, I'm gonna do this whole thing, and then we're like, oh, I can barely get into it. This is like an it's eight parter yeah. at least. Yeah. Yeah. You know, rhyme of the ancient mariner. One day. One day. Yeah. That's your white whale. It really is. 
Okay. Well, I'm going to go in a different direction. Thank you. I I am. It might shock you to know we're not we're we're not doing the same one. Wow. I'm going to tell you today about Rusalka. What? Rusalka. What even is that? Well, I'll tell you. In Slavic folklore, the Rusalka is a female entity, often malicious toward mankind and frequently associated with water. Whoa. And Steph, she's basically kind of like a vengeful, even angrier mermaid. No. Yep. Wait, before you continue, should we take that bottle of wine out of the freezer? Oh, sure. Is it going to explode? No, that doesn't happen. Really? Yeah, wine doesn't explode. Like all, it's the same as all alcohol. Yeah. It doesn't freeze. No, anything with alcohol in it won't freeze. Well, with a certain amount of alcohol in it. If you add water. To I it, had no idea. The only things, yeah. Uh, I didn't know at all. The only things that like you really have to worry about freezing and exploding, I think, are carbonated things. Well, listener, now you know. Now you know. Yeah, most other you stuff know. you can uh, you can keep frozen, and worst case, it'll just be frozen. Cool. Um, sorry for this gross thing I'm doing right now. I peeled my nail polish off. She's just, just putting nail polish on a on a paper towel. It's on nothing at all. Towel. Okay. Tell me more about Getting this Slavic worm. Okay, so people, folklorists have proposed a variety of origins for the Rusalka, including that they may originally stem from Slavic paganism, where they may have been seen as benevolent spirits. Dope. And the uh, plural is Rusalki. Rusalki? Rusalki. Like Selkie? Pretty close, wow, yeah. Cool. They They share some common common uh, ancestors, probably. Cool. Um, so, Rusalki. Thank glug, you so glug, much. Glug, glug, glug. Ooh, nice and cold. So... I'll drink to that. Mm-hmm. I'll drink to a sulky. <sighs> Rusalki appear in a variety of media in modern popular culture, particularly in Slavic-speaking countries where they frequently resemble, resemble the concept of the mermaid. Whoa. So, the original Rusalka was an appellation used by pagan Slavic peoples who linked them with fertility and did not consider Rusalki to be evil. This was all, like, pre-19th century um, they would come out of the water in the spring to transfer life-giving moisture to the fields and help nurture the crops. Mm. Um, but in the 19th century version, oh, life-giving moisture. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, girl. They just rained it down all over Gross. those crops. <laughs> they did what they had to do. Mm. <laughs> Probably corn there. I mean, I do anything for corn. So you're right. I mean, is it grosser than dick blood? No. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, so, but in 19th century versions of the story, Rusalkas were dangerous beings who were undead, like zombies, associated with an unclean spirit. Young women who either uh, killed themselves due to an unhappy marriage or were jilted by their lovers or abused or harassed by their husbands or who were violently drowned against their will, or who had become pregnant out of wedlock, or with unwanted children. So anyone. Yeah. Any woman who had a wrong 
wow. to her. Like somebody who got like a C on their math test. Yes. A scorned woman. Missed they the were bus. like, well, she's going to be a Rusalki. Yeah. Because like, they were like. Went to Trader Joe's, but they were out of corn. Oh my God. You you showed up and they were closing and they didn't let you buy yeah. corn. Cob. Like your, your pharmacist doesn't have your new insurance. Mm-hmm. Guess what? You're fucking dead. You got to be on the phone for like four hours with your insurance company. Guess, Guess what? what? Zombie mermaid. Now. Wait, what caused this major shift? Uh, Nobody it, knows? I think it was probably just the rise of, like, the... I don't know. Uh, could it, it have been, like, going the from oral demonization to, of paganism? Well, it sure could have, but it seems a little late in, you know, it, it, in the past few hundred years for that. What time... What? what sorry, when was this? This was in the 19th century. Oh, yeah. But... Who knows? I don't know. They're still fucking with people's beliefs to this very yeah, day. So. Yeah. Um, but Maybe it's just more fun. Yeah, it is more fun. Maybe it's just more fun. But again, initial Slavic lore, like so the old lore about them, suggested that not all of them were linked with death from water or bad experiences or like unclean spirits like this. Cool. So, physically... These babies are often described as being pale-skinned with long, loose hair that's either blonde, light brown, or green. Okay. Their eyes are said to not have pupils. No. And if uh, if the Rusalka is wicked, they can be blazing green, the eyes. So fully, like, full green orbs. Full green orbs. Or I guess an iris without a pupil. E- yeah, exactly. But, like, cool. green, green hair sometimes. Hot. So cool. Uh, invariably, the women wear light, sheer robes as though made of mist. Wow. And listener, Stephanie is wearing a robe. It's not. I look right like the, the opposite of that. <laughs> um, Guys, uh, it's not. It looks soft like a mist would. Mm-hmm. I got chilly. <laughs> uh, wow, you're describing like my truest love. Oh, also, someone I green think McCoy would probably be in love with. Yeah, if he wasn't in love with his own Shut sister. Up. I know. He's a Jamie Lannister, just like the <laughs> Hotel. Oh, ew. Um, <laughs> so it is accounted by most stories that the soul of a young woman who has died in or near a river or a lake would come back to haunt that waterway. Um, the undead Rusalka is uh, not invariably malevolent and would be allowed to die in peace if her death is avenged. But the main oh. purpose of the Rusalka is to lure young men seduced by either her looks or her voice into the depths of the waterways where she would then entangle their feet with her long hair and submerge them. I love that. Her body would instantly become very slippery so as not to allow the victim to cling onto her to try and reach the surface. Yeah, like like a She would then wait until the victim had drowned, or on some occasions, she would tickle them to death as she laughed. (laughs) Tickled to death. Let me just say. Yep. Say it. I'm impressed, and I admire this woman. I love her. Yeah. Um, It's also believed by a few accounts that Rosalki can change their appearance to match the tastes of men they're about to seduce. Wow, wouldn't you love love that? Wow. Uh, Although in general... At the very least, I mean, all I can do is just, I don't know, put on a different lipstick and like try to cover my body in a different way. Yeah, be like, yeah, I also like 
that show yeah, or like whatever. Desperately just be like, have you read this book? Never mind. No. I hate reading. What? Okay, no, I joking. Ugh. <laughs> bye. I love sports. Um, so we do love wrestling. Yeah, well, genuinely, it's different. That's different. Yeah, okay, you're, tr- you're it's actually an right. it's an art form. Um, so Rusalka are generally considered to be universal beauties, though. So there's almost no need for them to change their appearance to match taste. They're also highly feared yet deeply respected in Slavic culture. I love that. Yeah. Oh, I fucking love that. Um, aside, can you tell me where this originated? I mean, it had to be like coastal towns, because like. A lot of Slavic stuff is pre-inland. Uh, I it has to just be around bodies of water. Any so not just the salt waters. It does not specify salt water. Awesome. No, yeah, it says lakes, lakes. Wow. Yeah. Great. Um, apart from threatening men, Rusalki in some areas are said to cause storms and hail, just like the Quetzalcoatl. Yeah, I got it. Quetzalcoatl. Quetzalcoatl. The pretzel quat. Um, the pretzel quat. Sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry. I'm just yelling sorry. it into the wind. Um, so they're said to cause storms and hail, especially if local inhabitants don't pay right respect to them. Among their Ooh. powers is shape-shifting. Ooh. Uh, some sources claim they can transform into fish, frogs, and other similar animals connected to water. I love that. But... Um, Another animal that they're said to be able to shape shift into that is closely associated with them is the horse. Doesn't say why. You know what? That's fine. A horse can swim. A horse can swim. Technically, it's a water guy. Technically, it's a water boy. Well, Laura often says that the Rusalki could not completely stand out of water. Some fiction would tell of Rusalki that could climb trees and sing songs, sit on docks with only submerged feet and comb their hair, or even join other Rusalki in circle dances in the field. I'm going back a step. Yeah. They don't have fins. No. Okay. They are basically like mermaids with legs. Cool. But doesn't really explain why. But the body becomes slippery when they want to murder That's you. fine. That's fine. I don't really understand. I really like it. Um, yeah, they are believed to come ashore and play in weeping willows and swing in birch trees. Oh, boy. And then they gather together to perform dances under the moonlight. I love that. Any passerby who should have the misfortune of witnessing one of these events is forced to dance with them until they die. Is it just men, I bet? I it bet. is just men. Of course it is. Do you want to become this? Yes. Okay, let's do it. Let's do it this summer. I'd love to My to summer body is going to be this. in a willow tree and then in a yeah. field and fucking murder a guy? That's my new summer body goals. Become as slippery as a fish? Slippery as a fish. Tickle you till you die? Slippery yeah. as a fish. And just uh, have beautiful hair that I can just tangle. Beautiful long hair that tangle I comb with, with, a, with a comb made out of man's rib. Yeah, and I'm just going to look at crazy bright light for as long as I can. No make pupils. Make my pupils yeah, disappear. disappear. Dye your eyes green. Yes. Um, specifics pertra- pertaining to Rosalki differed, uh, differed among regions, although in most tales they lived without men, obviously. In Ukraine, they were often linked with water. In Belarus, they were linked with the forest and the field. Where land was fertile, the maidens appeared naked and beautiful. In Russia, they appeared as women who come out of the water at night and participate in um, like fertility harvest festivals without harming anyone. So, wow. E- the, the figure of like the the kind of secretive woman creature is the same even though in some places she's more aquatic 
than others, okay. I guess. I don't cool. know. Uh, in Poland, water rosalki were younger and fair-haired, while the forest ones looked more mature and had black hair. But in both cases, if somebody looked up close, their hair turned green and their faces became distorted. Once again, they killed their victims by tickling them to death. I love that. Or forcing them to participate in a frenzied dance until they died. I fucking love that. So, so great. In Polish folklore, the term rosalka could also stand for Boginka, a female swamp demon who I read a little bit about and I think you would love. A Bogeka? Boginka. Boginka. Yeah. Um, The Rusalki were believed to be at their most dangerous during the Rusalka Week, an ancient Slavic fertility festival celebrated in early June. (gasps) Coming up. Oh, man. It starts, they start getting ready for it. uh, Tell me some of the wonderful dishes that we can eat for Rusalka Week. It actually doesn't say, but it's probably probably fish, mostly. Honestly, we should do crustacean crawl during that week. Oh, yeah, we should. Yeah. Um, so this festival is closely linked with the cult of the dead and spring agricultural rites. Great. At this time, um, the Rusalka are supposed to have left their watery depths in order to swing on branches of birch and willow trees by oh, night. There's that amazing willow right yonder. <gasps> That's true, but no water. Maybe eh. I put a little pool out there. Yeah. Uh, swimming during this week is strictly forbidden, lest mermaids drag the swimmer down to the river floor. I'd be like, please come I'd be like, me. take me away. Yeah. A common feature of the celebration uh, was the town-wide ritual banishment or <gasps> burial at the Rusalki at the end of the week, which remains as entertainment in Russia, Belarus, and Ukraine. Um, although it's not as popular, obviously, as it used to be. Wow. They still celebrate this festival, and you can participate in a ritual faux banishment slash burial of these magic queens at the end of the week. What do you do? Like, you just, they, like, they have some kind of a they probably, fake depiction of it, like yeah, a made of palms some or something. And then they just, like, burn do a whole burial. Yep. I love that. And that's the result. I would love to. Can we, like, for the next S-Bot that we do, mm-hmm. invoke these girls? I would like to do that. And at the very least have, like, I would like to do some kind of ritual that mimics mm-hmm. a real ritual, like a sacrifice or a burial. Ooh, that's scary. But yeah. I'll do it. It's fine. It's fine if we do it for good. Okay. You know? Yeah, as long as it's for good. I won't let a hex happen in my house. Okay, thank you for saying that. Yeah, I won't have that. I won't have any negative stuff going on in here. Okay. All we're doing is fun. We don't want to hurt anybody. We just want to have fun. Fun and corn. And corn. Oh, next us that? Corn. Corn. So much corn. Corn. Not for real corn. Real corn time is harvest, though. Well, yeah, obviously. But you could have a summer sweet corn. Yeah. Right? Is that a thing? Yeah. Yeah, you could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah it was a sweet corn all day. Honestly, but the corn season starts right now and oh, ends you know what? never. Crustacean crawl. Guess what? Corn. 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be late in life corn. if I get if I get that long. Corn. Uh, I will just be on a porch somewhere nodding slowly Same and just corn. being like, mm, corn. 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 Remember corn. my corn days? Corn. Mm. corn. My days of yore. My days of corn. Corn. I feel Days of Corn. Days Mm. of Corn is a movie. Is that like that sting song, Fields of Gold? (laughs) (laughs) Finally. Even the gold was the corn. corn. Do you think that the gold in that song was corn? (laughs) Yeah. It is. 
It's gotta be. Just just pre-show. Oh wow! Out in the open. If Sting is on porn. Instagram, you know I'm direct messaging him tonight about Sting is hundred percent on Instagram. Watch out though, because his weird tantric wife is gonna be like, "Stay away from my man." Are you looking at Sting right now? Yeah, of course I am. Okay. Terrific. We can't afford to pay the rent. Nobody remembers that song. Everybody remembers it. Are you joking me? You're right. You know what? Feels of Gold is a good song, and I like it. Um, okay, the official sting. Here I go. What are you going to say? <laughs> are you going to say is Fields of Gold about corn? Bye. Interestingly enough. Yeah. Okay, no. I just had to follow him in order to message him. Okay, interesting. Hi, Stingray. Okay. Quick cue. Okay, here I go. <laughs> Quick cue. Is fields really gotten good at of gold rattling off about celebrity corn? Instagram messages? Because I think it might be. I think this is a good question for you to also ask to Chris. Do you know Chris Angel? No, Stephanie. Should I not say that? <laughs> don't, don't, don't say it. He's not gonna. All right, I'll say because I think it might be. Love you, the official sting. Yeah, yeah. Love you. Love you, sting. Bye. Oh no, I got another suggested Steven Tyler. (laughs) You gotta follow him. No, he bought a wife once. I can't do that. Can you retell me that story? You said that when I, when I. You're gonna really have to ask. What is that noise? Oh, it's just my neighbors like running down the stairs like it's on fire. It happens every every couple minutes. Jesus. Um. You're going to have to ask Sasha. She knows the whole story about Steven Tyler buying a wife. Okay, great. Yeah, buying well, a teenage wife. Um, and also, if you if you think about him, and then you listen to any of his songs, all you can imagine is his wallet-shaped mouth. Ew, I hate I hate his weird mouth. Yeah, it's awful. It looks... It's just, it just is, uh, like, if you had to do a transplant where you put somebody's vagina onto a, a yeah. face... Yeah, it's not great. Oh, it's not great. It's and not I don't good. like making fun of the way people look, but he's a horrible person. Yeah, and I'm never forget that the, the song "Love in an Elevator" exists, and it's an abomination. The idea of like wanting to hook up with somebody in an elevator. Are you, is can so you funny. even fucking believe that? There's no time. Also, there was There's this whole no part. Time. There was this whole like section of high school where I don't even know what friend this was, but they were like, "Do you know the song Pink by Aerosmith? It's the best song ever." And no matter where we were, they would make me listen to it every what? single car ride, every single hangout, and all I remember is being like, "Pink." Fla 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 fla. Oh, that song! I was like, "What the fuck song is that?" It's the worst song in the world. And this one person who I can't remember, I can't remember for like to save my life. They might have been on my tennis team, but every single day I'd have to hear this song, probably on the bus during practice. And I just hated it so much. Uncovered in you right now. (laughs) Memories coming out. Yeah, probably. Probably um, true. I remember the song Jaded. How? Yeah. I'm pretty sure Mila Kunis was in the music video. That's all. That's all I have to say. I do love her. Um, what's your tip? I'm going to go ahead and say just eat corn. Oh, yeah. Try to get it organic. Okay. Because you know that Monsanto is trying to kill us all. All right. That's my tip. Are you going to sleep now? <laughs> Bye. Yeah. <laughs> She's fully prone. Crayon. Fully prone, listener. I have a leg crayon. Um, I'm back. I'm back. Oh, she's back. Stronger than ever before. Stronger Um, than yesterday. Oh, Brittany. Miss you, Brit. 
Okay, I guess my tip would be, um, you know, if you are going to plan on drowning somebody with your hair or tickling them to death in the water, you are going to have to really lube your body up so that you're as slippery as a fish. Yeah, and I would also suggest to just, like, if any beautiful woman mm-hmm. asks you if you want to go swimming, just be like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, one second, one second, one second. Go grab some sandpaper. So you can grip. So you can grip onto her? Just in case. Or just get life vest, maybe. Wear a full body suit like you're a whale trainer. Or just so say she no, can't tickle just you. Don't go swimming with her. No, because it's hot and cool. It is hot and cool, but at what cost? Hot and cool. Hot. A little bit hot. A little bit cool. A little bit cool. Okay, um, yeah, I guess my tip would be then grab some sandpaper. <laughs> grab some sandpaper. And then, baby, get in there. Get in get there. Oh, baby, up. get in get there. There. Okay, well, we uh, are going to be back next time with a super special yeah. episode for you. We have a guest coming too. A guest, it's a secret. Uh, it's a secret. And that's all I'm going to say. That's all we're going to say. You may know him by... Stephanie, no! <laughs> what? <laughs> we just said it's a secret. I was going to say you may know him as Christopher Robin. <laughs> <laughs> no one's going to know. Unless your parents are listening. We have to go. Okay. All right. Okay, we love Bye, you. Bye, I love you, and I'll see, see you now. now. Bye. Bye. I miss you. What? <laughs>